John Jay got sick after writing five. James Madison wrote 29. Hamilton wrote the other 51. Oh no. How do you write like you're running out of time? Write day and night like you're running out of time. Every day you fight like you're running out of time. Like you're running out of time. Like you're running out of time. How do you write like tomorrow won't arrive? How do you write like you needed to survive? And I bet they are. Anyways. Hi, I'm Jay, and welcome to the podcast. On today's episode of The Sixth Form Life, we're going to be going through the Met Gala outfits of 2022. Mainly because there are various mixed opinions on the outfits of this year's Met Gala, and I want to voice my own. And also because me and today's featurette have been talking about it for the past week. So we thought, why not? And now that we have the whole explanation out the way, I'd like to introduce you to today's featurette, Jamie. That is when Jamie shows up. Uh, hello, my name is Jamie Jackson. I'm from North America. And what I do, well, I do a lot of things. I do art on my Instagram, but I also write in my spare time. And I run a Twitch. Go follow me at Jamie Jackson Gaming and my Instagram, Jamie Jackson Insta. Thank you, Jamie, for the introduction. And a warm welcome to you. Now that we have all the formalities out the way, I think it's time to start the episode. So grab yourself some snacks, food, drinks, maybe take a loo break, maybe start studying, whatever you're doing, and make yourself comfy. Because this is season two, episode two of The Sixth Form Life. Okay, as a side note, I know that it's been like a month since the Met Gala even happened, but people are still talking about it. So, uh, yeah, with that information, we're just gonna like pretend that time doesn't exist and we're gonna carry on. So before we really start delving into the whole like rating the outfits, I want to explain what the theme is because I don't think a lot of people who went to the Met actually understood it. So this year's Met Gala theme was Gilded Glamour that being a reference to the Gilded Age. The Gilded Age being based in America, spanning from around 1870 to 1890. Now, one of the reasons as to why the Gilded Age is so significant regarding fashion is that it was defined by its extravagance, with the era's unofficial motto, if you will, being the more going on, the better. Examples being jewel-toned outfits crafted out of a variety of fabrics, including silk, velvet, and satin. So as we go through each Met Gala outfit and we rate them, we're rating them in regards to the theme and how accurate it is and just the overall vibe, really. And starting on the top list, we have the one, the only, Anthony Ramos, wearing Hilfiger to the Met. For those who are unfamiliar, Anthony Ramos is an actor and a musician with his most popular role to date being Ustavi from In The Heights and John Lawrence from Hamilton. So, uh, Jamie, want to start us with your opinions on this outfit? Okay, first thing, uh, the most of the outfit is pretty accurate to the Gilded era. He got most of that part right, and I think I like to think that he has an idea of it because of working on a Hamilton, even though he's not a costume designer, he's just 
an actor with a pretty face but but everything's okay especially from the waistcoat except for the pattern on the jacket that's what's bugging me the most like it's too modern like i get it's supposed to be going for this like it's america usa patriotic but it feels too modern to what it was back then I, like i get the idea but it's not for me but yeah yeah, I think when it comes to my personal opinions, they also lie around the same boat in the sense that I can see perfectly how the inspiration has come within the outfit and has emerged into this. And like, taking into consideration that this is his first Met Gala, I love what he's done. Just the whole vibes, it's very much Anthony Ramos to people that like frequently check his Instagram and all that. This is his kind of vibe. And I also love how it fits the Gilded Age with the whole tail coat and the tux and the little bow tie, it's just mwah, perfection. Though I feel like when you start to go into the pattern of said tux, then that's where it starts to loosen. And I can understand where the patriarchal themes come out with the red and the blue and the white and the whole yo, this is America, woo us. But I also see little themes that return back to Hilfiger. For those who are familiar with Anthony Ramos and check his Instagram frequently, you'll know what this is referring to. However, for those who aren't, I will give an explanation. Now, for those who are unfamiliar, Anthony Ramos has been doing a lot for Hilfiger ever since spring 2022 when he was in their campaign. He's also been in a lot of campaigns with Tommy Hilfiger, the Pass the Mic campaign last year and the Make Your Move advertisement campaign this year. And long story short, since March, Anthony's been repping Hilfiger. So it makes sense to why he even wore Hilfiger to Met Gala in the first place. And I think that despite having the inspirations from the Gilded Era, I think this is kind of more so of a promotion or a representation of what Hilfiger is like. Which is kind of nice and sentimental, but it's also not the Met Gala's theme. So in conclusion, it's not the worst outfit that I've seen in the Met, but yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, I'm gonna give this a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah, Jamie, your thoughts? So I'd say an overall 6 out of 10. Like, it's over a 50-50, but I don't feel... It can go past that for me personally. And I feel there can be some things that can be more fixed up with it. But otherwise, yep, that's my final rating, 6 out of 10. So the overall rating is 5.75 out of 10. Next, we have Casey Musgraves, who will prod her to this year's Met. Now, one of the reasons as to why I love this dress and this outfit is that it fits with the Gilded Age. The gloves, the jewelry, the specks of sequin, the black, the column-esque shape, I love it. However, I will also state that I feel as though this is a safe option and more could have been done. I can also see the modern twist to this, much like Anthony's outfit, with the deep V and the bow, and especially with the makeup and the Amy Winehouse-like hair. I feel as though this gives me Amy Winehouse meets Bridgerton meets Old Hollywood. And I'm not complaining, but I don't think it's fully there yet in regards to the theme. But I do like it. I will say this, um, even though the dress gives a lot more of a modern look, I'll, I'll give points to the fan and the hairstyle. But other than that, uh, the dress is too modern 
Actually, points for the gloves, too. I'd give this a 4 out of 10. I mean, not gonna lie, I was giving it a 6. So, uh, overall, 5 out of 10. Next on our list, we have Kim Kardashian, who wore Jean-Louis to the Met Gala. And I can already feel the problems arising. So, for those who do not know, Kim K wore a Marilyn Monroe dress to the Met. Specifically, the sheer beaded Jean-Louis illusion gown that Marilyn Monroe famously wore on May 19th, 1962, when she sang happy birthday to John F. Kennedy at Madison Square Garden. The dress is incredible, I love it, but it's not Marilyn, it's Kim. And that's not even the worst of it. The amount of meetings that Kim had to take and the amount of fittings in replica dresses, replica sizes, the fact that she had to lose 16 pounds and took off sugar and carbs for like three weeks straight just to fit in this bloody dress, to not even wear it for the whole night, just to walk it up and down the stairs. It's just mind-boggling. Like, I understand as to why Kim wanted to wear that dress. It's such an iconic dress. But would it not have been easier to have an inspired outfit of that dress instead of wearing the actual one? Just why... Anyways, passing the mic. The dress is too, um, like, it, it, it reminds me of a champagne bottle, but also I don't like Kim, I don't like the Kardashians at all, so I'm probably going to give them all, like, the same rating, uh, like, 2 out of 10, for, depending on, uh, I don't think, is this Kim, right? I don't think Kim's that bad. Probably give her, like, a 3 out of 10. But it's not gilded glamour. It, it just reminds me of the, of the 20s, 1920s. So uh, 3 out of 10 for Kim. Yeah, I'm also leaving this at a 3 out of 10. Overall, 3 out of 10. And next on the list, Carly Class. Who wore a Givenchy custom? Again, it reminds me of the 1920s, 1930s. That's why I don't like the how the direction of what they did for the style of the dress. Actually, the colors are fine, but I don't like how they went very lacy with it. Lacy in all the wrong places. Lacy is supposed to be like the frilly laces on the edge of a skirt, not this. Yeah, um, I think I'm in agreement. I think most people's perception of Gilded Glamour is 20s to 60s old Hollywood vibes. And I can kind of see how people would think that, but it's not Gilded Glamour. Here's the thing, right? If this year's Met Gala theme was old Hollywood, these would all probably get higher marks. But it wasn't, so it ain't gonna. Like, it's a nice dress, very promiscuous, very sexy, very cabaret-like, and it's nice, but it's not working. What are we giving it? 3 out of 10. 2 out of 10. Overall, 2.5 out of 10. Up next, Cynthia Reaver. Who wore Louis Vuitton to the Met Gala. Now, in regards to the outfit and the whole vibe, I really like it. And for once, it's actually got something to do with the Gilded Era. The inspiration being a rewind back to a stretch of Louisiana history when black people were told to cover their hair. This being first instituted in and around the late 18th century. Arivo stylist Jason Bolden told Vanity Fair, In black culture, what you've watched so many people be able to do is turn hardship into something that becomes desirable, fashionable and iconic. When I think of the Gilded Age, I think more is more. I think at first glance, it's easy to think how someone would think, what is this? What's going on? But I think that it just all comes down to the meaning. Okay, this, just for this, 
the cultural significance behind it. It's a very pretty style. It's a very pretty dress. It may not be gilded glamour. I love how she wanted to put her like culture behind it. The idea of the dress, the overall style. Plus it sort of already gives like the idea of gilded glamour because of how the train of the dress works. I'ma just call it three, two, one, eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. This is your intermission block. I repeat, this is your intermission block. Pause here so you can replenish your food and snack pile, take a loo, or maybe get some work done. And I shall see you in a bit. For those who just pause, so just to take a little break or stock up on their food and drink pile, welcome back. And for those who didn't pause, because they were comfy enough where they were and didn't want to stop listening, welcome back as well. And with that lovely reintroduction, let's get back into it. With the next Met attendee being Gemma Chan, who wore Louis Vuitton. Now, I'm really conflicted when it comes to this outfit because although I love it, it's given me more gilded glamour meets the 20s, more than gilded glamour in its own. But then it also gives me 80s vibes from the jacket and almost 2010 vibes from the sandals. Like, it's a cool mashup, but I'm wondering where it got lost. It also gives French Revolution vibes, especially with the the structured skirt. So, like, I don't know what to think of this one. Please take the floor, Jamie. She has a pretty face, but she looks like a chandelier in that dress. Uh, and not in a good way. It's too wide. I don't under... I know that, like, the Victorians had a thing where, like, they have, like, those, like, busts. I don't know what they're called, but, like, not busts, but, like, in the back to, like, hold their train up, but it's, like, for their butt. That's what it reminds me of, but I mean in, like, a bad way. Yeah, I'm gonna lay it flat. I don't really... I don't... I don't know what to think of this one. One out of ten. Two out of ten. At least one point for Pretty Face. Overall rating, 1.5 out of 10. Next, Kirby Jean Raymond. Now, when looking at this outfit, considering the fact that Kirby already has his own fashion company, it makes sense as to why the guy would know a little bit more about the era that he's in, or with any theme, really. One thing that surprises me, though, is how the guy actually wore Gucci to the Met, but didn't wear his own company. But, eh, I'm not really complaining. I love how he's also managed to do a modern twist on the average gilded glamour outfit but he hasn't strayed too far away from it so you can tell where it's from one thing that bugs me though is why the velvet slippers like come on the white tucks the white turtleneck the emerald jewelry everything's fine the gold bracelet the gold rings and then when you look at the shoes it looks like carpet but considering the fact that it looks like he made his shoes out of his own carpet in his house eh it's better than all the other like plain suits that I've also seen on the Met, so I'm not complaining at all. It's just a white suit. One out of ten, I guess. Bloody hell, I'm out here giving it a 4.5. Anyways, overall rating, two out of ten. Next up we have Who wore a Tory Burch gown? I'm gonna let Jamie start with this one. After seeing this, because of the addition of the train, because of that addition of the train and the how the bus like her chest piece is giving more of a corset vibe of it uh it just needs more sleeves i think but other than that i like it i'm also very biased from the look so i am i am in agreement. i love this dress i love everything about it the train the skirt the bodice how it's made to look corseted the peak of bust it's just 
Oh, I love it. I also love how he's taking slight homage of Eliza's dresses from Hamilton, especially with the dress that Eliza wears from the song Right Hand Man to the song Satisfied, where the jackety part of the dress just kind of flares out from the waist. But yeah, overall, I think that this is one of the best dresses I've seen. Jamie? 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'm the same, 9 out of 10. So, overall rating? 9 out of 10. Next up we have Mama Corin, who wore a custom Mew Mew outfit to the Met. Now in regards to how the outfit looks, you can definitely see where Emma has taken her inspiration with the button jacket, the plaid over jacket, the trouser-like shorts and the top hat alongside the heel boots. It's giving very nice 1800s vibes which is what we're looking for in regards to this Met Gala and the theme and the Gilded Era. It's what we're looking for. This is American style, not England. So, rating? I'm giving it a 3.5 out of 10. 0 out of 10. So, overall, 0. Next up, we have Lala Anthony, who wore a gown made by Laquan Smith. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that this dress is bad, because it isn't, but it's not Gilded Era. Maybe you could get away with the satin or the red colour, but nothing else screams Gilded Glamour with this dress. Liked the idea of the hat because, like, the 1800s weird poofy hats. The rest of the dress, it feels too modern, especially with the more skin showing. The sleeves, though, I'll give her points for that. The, her bust, maybe not like a good direction to go with. Also, like, it seems like it's, it's two completely different styles of dresses just put together. Um, in some places, it just looks like fabric was draped wherever and just pinned in place. I'm gonna give this a 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Some points for the hat. Next up, we have probably one of my favorite outfits of the Met. Stormzy. Who wore Burberry. I just love this outfit. It just compliments everything about this guy and what he's been doing in the music industry he has taken a modern twist on the gilded era with the suit but the fact that he still kept it three piece i'm all for and also with the fact that not only was one of the themes this year gilded glamour but it was also white tie hence why he went with a white suit just like the way that it's tailored and crisp and poised it's just Wow, honestly. But now I'm like starting to get the jitters because I really want to hear what Jamie says about this. Okay, this this feels more creative than just a white suit. He at least has that cape, even though I don't know where a cape would, would go in, in this exact sense. I like the vibe of it. And I also like how it contrasts with the, with the skin color. It's good, it helps him stand out and the details of the suit are nice. Not too bad, they don't feel too modern but they also just feel like a bit 90s. Yeah, I'll give it as an 8 out of 10. 7 out of 10. I like it. It's not bad. Overall, 7.5 out of 10. Next up, we have probably one of the most eccentric outfits of the night. Olivia Rodrigo. Who wore none other than Versace. Now, there have been a lot of articles stating that Olivia Rodrigo went full Y2K meets 1920s. And despite the fact that this is unsurprising, it's kind of disappointing. Like, I understand because Olivia Rodrigo's style is normally Y2K. But just because it is her usual style doesn't mean that she can't stretch it for one night. The only pointers you can really give is the lavender colour and the gloves. That's mainly it. And besides that, she does look like a disco ball. I have been waiting for this one. One, just because it's Olivia Rodrigo. Um, minus nine points for literally the entire outfit. 
I hate it so much. Like, um, they always say like the worst color of nail polish, the worst type of nail polish to ever wear, to ever get, is glittery purple nail polish. This is exactly what this dress is replicating. I don't like the dress, I don't like the sleeves, and I don't like the gloves, they're too sheer. The heels, um, they're a completely different shade off the dress, and the thing is, even though the dress is supposed to be purple, it's not purple because of how glittery it is. That's how bad it is. The, the butterflies and the hair, like okay okay so uh one out of ten okay so yeah one out of ten and last but not least don mendez who wore tommy hill figure to the met gala now all i can say is that this man just looks like anthony bridgerton himself this is what we mean by gilded era despite the fact that anthony bridgerton is british this is in the same timeline the scarf the waistcoat the jacket everything this just screams perfection to me and to be honest i think sean mendez is one of the few men who managed to get the theme right one of the few people let alone few men now this even though i've only like listened to a good handful of sean mendez's songs and like he had that thing with camila cabello he absolutely listen to the assignment 1800s even though it's like even though if it doesn't have to be victorian it's very vampire and i love it he went for that style and i'm 100 percent using this for a reference for my victorian era characters even though yeah it's not american maybe not the same section of time i don't care i'm stealing this this is easy 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 and with that that is the end of the episode thank you jamie for being on today's episode and thank you all for listening and cross fingers i shall see you soon with another episode cheers bye